Praise the Lord. Now we're doing a series called Physician 4. And I want to talk to you this morning and possibly next week on the subject, Position for Healing or Walking in Divine Health. Of course, you know that in the natural realm, this has been the worst flu break since 2003. Amen? A lot of people have had to deal with it. So I think we should continuously be taking God's Word in. Amen? on a regular basis. And so let's pray and let's set ourselves in agreement. Amen. As we come before the throne of grace today. Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you that it is alive and it is filled with power. Lord, we come and ask for utterance. We touch on this thing. And we thank you for speaking to us through the word of God and by the spirit of God. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. And everyone said amen. Amen. So over there in Exodus 15, verse 26, perhaps a very familiar verse of Scripture for some of you. Many of you maybe have not seen it yet. But now notice this in verse 26. And said, If thou wilt diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord your God. Amen? If you will diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God. Now notice that word hearken means to listen to. To listen to, to hate, to take heed unto. If you do that and do what is right in his sight and give ear to his commandments and all his statutes. Amen. I will put or permit none of these diseases upon thee, which I have brought upon the Egyptians. Read the rest of the verse with me. For I am the Lord that healeth thee. Amen? And so for him to be the Lord that healeth thee, we must be in position to receive. And one of the things that positions us to receive from Jehovah Rapha is listening to him and doing what he says to do. I love it. Amen? Now notice with me, he said, I am. That is a forever word. He am. Jehovah Rapha. He am Jehovah Raha. He am Jehovah Shama. He am Jehovah Sidkenu. He am, he is the Lord that healeth thee. Amen? Anybody ever heard or seen that word or that phrase, I am, before? I mean, you'll have to go back to the burning bush, wouldn't you? You know, when he went and came to Moses and he said, I want you to be the instrument, the vessel by which you set my people free. And Moses was feeling very non-confident and very, um, you know, kind of consumed with himself and his own ability. And he said, who shall I say sent me? And the Lord said, you tell him I am that I am sent me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. He is the self-existent one. He always was and he always will be. He always will be the great I am. Now there's a lot of people that are confused and they say that the day of miracles and the day of supernatural healing is over with and it is past. Who are they? What right have they to take the I am and make him I was? If he ever was, he still is. I am Jehovah Rapha. He said, I am thy great physician. 
Somebody say it with me. I have a doctor. I have a healer. Who still makes house calls. Your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. And the great physician by the Holy Ghost lives on the inside of you. And so there are no terminal or incurable diseases with the great physician. How many of you believe that? Look with, with me to Psalms 103. Psalms 103. And notice with me in verses 1 through 3. Psalms 103 and verses 1 through 3. He says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless His holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all His benefits. Amen. So when you come into the family of God and you come into the kingdom of God, you come into an inheritance with multiple benefits. Matter of fact, it wouldn't hurt for you to say this. He daily loads me with benefits. Amen. Somebody says, well, how are you doing today? I'm loaded. Oh, really? Loaded on cannabis? No, I'm loaded with the blessings of the Lord. I don't need the most low. I don't need cannabis. I got the most high. Amen. Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, you're loaded daily with benefits. Thank God for the benefits. Now notice with me. He says in verse 2, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. This is why we need to continually hear God's word. Hearken to the word of the Lord. Now notice with me, he says here, he said, who forgives most of your sin. No, no, no. Thank God he forgives all thine iniquities. You know, missing hell is a good thing. I'm glad I'm not going there. Many of you used to be on the highway to hell. Glory to God, but we're on the road of glory. And you know where you and I are going? We're going from glory to glory. We're going from strength to strength. We're going from faith to faith. That's where we're heading. Amen. Doesn't matter what happens on Wall Street. Doesn't matter what happens to the Dow. We're on our way to glory. We're on our way to heaven. Woo, glory to God. So that's great, isn't it? But notice the second benefit here. He says, not only does he forgive all of our iniquities, but he healeth all thy diseases. Amen. On the same day on Calvary's cross, Jesus not only bore our sin, but he bore our sickness and he bore our disease. Oh, praise the Lord. So when you make Jesus the Lord of your life, don't forget the healing part. You can make him the healer of your life. You can make him the redeemer from all of your destructions. Say it with me. I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. And I receive it. Just as he healed the woman with the issue of blood, he can heal you of any and all issues. And that's good news. 
And so we need to keep that good news, that part of the gospel before us. It is not the only part of the gospel, but it is a big part of the good news. When you look in the, in the New Testament at the four gospels, you'll see that three quarters of the master's ministry was spent going about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. But before that he healed a lot of them, he taught them. Now, let's go over to Matthew chapter 9. I wasn't going to look there. Look at Matthew the ninth chapter. And I want you to notice in verse 35 through 37, I'll find it myself. Matthew, the ninth chapter, and verse 35 through 37. Thank God he's our healer. And I believe with all my heart that this is the healedest church in the Bay Area. Amen. Can you say amen? Now, notice in Matthew chapter 9, verse 35. I know you're probably already there. You guys are quick. You guys are bright. You guys are sharp. You guys are good looking. Notice Matthew 9, verse 35. And Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues. Notice with me that he put teaching first teaching in their synagogues. Now notice, and preaching the gospel of the kingdom. Part of the gospel of the kingdom is this, that divine healing belongs to the children of God. Healing is, in fact, the children's bread. Healing belongs to you. And healing belongs to me. And when Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing. Notice with me, the healing took place after the teaching. The healing took place after the preaching. Amen. So as he was, as he was going about doing good, part of the good that Jesus was doing is he taught them. He preached to them. One of the things that Jesus preached on a regular basis is found in Luke chapter 4, 18, where he said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the good news to you. Amen? Amen. Now notice with me, and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. Friends, this is part of the kingdom of God. Healing is part of the kingdom of God. And so I pray, thy kingdom come and thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I pray that the very presence of God, the very strength of God, the anointing of God and the glory of God quicken your bodies from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. I believe that we are living in a day where divine healing and the presence of God is going to be so strong that healings are going to be taking place everywhere in this church. I mean, it's going to be just like popcorn. And you know how popcorn is, right? For popcorn to pop, what do you have to have under it? You got to have some heat. Aren't you glad that we got the Holy Ghost and fire? Amen. You got to have a little heat. And sometimes it takes a little time before you get that first pop. 
You know, you either put it on your stove or you put it in your microwave and you're just kind of waiting there for that first pop. Amen? Well, that first pop comes and then there's another pop. And the next thing you know, it's pop, pop, pop. And then the next thing you know, it's pop, 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 pop. And I believe that's the way it is in this church. The divine healing is happening just like popcorn. Healing here, healing there, and healing everywhere. Oh, if you believe it, shout amen. Amen. Declare with me healing everywhere. In this church. Healing everywhere. In the Bay Area. Oh, I believe it. And I receive it. And so we need to make sure that we establish these facts. That number one, he is the healer. Number two, and that it is his will for us to be healed. But also we need to look and to learn how he does it. And how you and I can receive it. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Give glory to yourself, Lord, through us. Give glory to yourself in our temple. Just pray this with me. Put your hand over your heart and say, My body, it is the temple of the Holy Ghost. And the Spirit of Him that raised Christ from the dead. He quickens me. He heals me. He takes that which is wrong and makes it right again. He takes that which is sick and makes me whole again. How many have ever been sick before? Everyone's been sick before. Glory to God. Aren't you glad when you got your healing? Which was better, to feel sick and tired or to feel healed and whole? Amen. That is the will of God for you and for me. Look at Luke chapter 5. Notice with me in verse 1. Luke, the fifth chapter and the first verse. So we then must be in position to receive. Hearing the word positions us to receive. Being in the presence of God positions us to receive. Luke, the fifth chapter, and notice with me in verse 1. It says, And it came to pass as the people pressed upon him to do what? To hear the word of God. He stood by the lake of Gennesaret. I want you to pay particular attention. Hearing the word. Then drop down to verse 12 if you would. Notice me in verse 12. And it came to pass. When he was in a certain city. What do you suppose he was doing in that certain city? He wasn't eating hot dogs and hamburgers. He was most likely teaching. He was most likely preaching. Amen. And it came to pass when he was in a certain city. Behold a man full of leprosy who seeing Jesus fell on his face. You know, that's a good way to approach the master. It's always good to approach him with reverence. It's always good to approach him with honor. And so this leper knew that his answer was in Jesus. And so he fell on his face. I think it'd do us good sometime here in church to fall on our face. Amen. I mean, put your nose to the carpet. Say, oh, we honor you, Lord. We love you. We humble ourselves under your mighty hand. Thank you for being in this place today. Hallelujah. So it came to pass when he was in a certain city, behold, a man full of leprosy. 
I mean, this was not stage one leprosy. This was stage four leprosy. This man was about to die. He fell on his face and besought him saying, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. How many of you know nobody gets healed that way just knowing that he can heal? Thank God for his ability, but it is his willingness to use his ability on our behalf that we need to tap into. So he said, if you're willing, you can make me healed. Amen. Here he is in the last stages of leprosy. He's like a walking dead man walking around with a sentence of death in his physical body. The very last stages. In verse 13, notice this with me. And Jesus put forth his hand. There was something about his hand. What was it about his hand? His hand was anointed because the spirit of the Lord was upon him. The spirit of the Lord was saturating him. Amen. And he put forth his hand and touched him saying, I will. Amen. I will. I will be thou clean. And notice what happened. And immediately what departed from him. The leprosy departed from him. He said, I will be thou whole. And you know what? If he said, I will back then, he's still saying, I will today. As a matter of fact, you'll never hear him say, I won't. He is a right now God. He is always on time. And he is the same yesterday today and forever hallelujah notice with me in verse 14 and he charged him to tell no man but go and show yourself to the priest and offer for thy cleansing according as Moses commanded for a testimony unto them but so much the more there went a fame abroad of him you know Jesus was famous and one of the things that he was famous for was not only raising the dead, not only feeding the multitude, but he was famous for healing the sick. He was famous, glory to God, for healing the sick. And you know what? He's famous today. Though not everybody acknowledges it. No, not everybody sees it. Jesus is alive today. Hallelujah. He is alive today. And you know what else? He's moving in the USA. I don't care what the critics say about what's happening in the United States of America. I believe that right now we are in a time of awakening. I believe that people are coming in from the north, the south, the east, and the west. People are calling upon the name of Jesus and they are being saved. They are being delivered. They are being healed. They are being lifted out of darkness, lifted out of depression. Jesus is alive and well. Hallelujah. And I choose to believe that. And I choose to live that way. I am not moved by the bad news. I'm only moved by what I believe in my heart and say with my mouth. Say with me, I'm unaffected by what I see. And I'm unmoved by what I feel. Did you know that when you trust God with all of your heart, When you submit yourself to God with everything that you have, 
And even in the midst of bad circumstances, you look to him and say, Lord, I don't care what's going on around me. I trust you. I believe God that it shall be even as it was told me. Do you know when you do that, that that gives glory to God? How many in the house this morning want to give some glory to God? Giving glory to God. Giving glory to God. Living by faith. Walking by faith. Talking by faith. Praising by faith. Speaking by faith. Glory to God gives honor and gives glory to God. Be glorified in my life. Be glorified in my life. In verse 14, he charged him to tell no man, but go show yourself to the priest. And offer for thy cleansing according as Moses commanded for a testimony unto them. Verse 15, let's read it together. But so much the more there went a fame abroad of him and great multitudes came together to hear and to be healed by him of their infirmities. I want you to notice that phrase. They came to do what? They came to hear and to be healed. And this wasn't just a few hundred people. This was great multitudes. That means thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people. Many of them were sick. Many of them were diseased. Many of them were hopeless in their situation. But when they heard of Jesus, when they heard that this man was anointed by the Holy Ghost in power, when they heard that the woman with the issue of blood had been healed, when they heard that this person with leprosy had been healed, when they heard, they came to hear him and they came to be healed of their diseases. Amen? Amen. I want you to see this. If you're going to be in position to walk in continuous divine health and continuously walk in healing throughout all the days of your life, you must be and put yourself in a position to continuously hear what he has to say. They did not come just to be healed. They did not come just to be healed. Those that come just to be healed can be severely missing it. Listen very carefully. Healing is an indispensable part of healing. I'm going to say that again. Hearing. Say it with me. Hearing is an indispensable part of healing. Amen. Look at Romans chapter 10 real quick. Let's look over there in Romans the 10th chapter. Romans chapter 10. And... Uh, in verse 13, and I'm going to read right on through verse 17, it says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Right? We've established that. But notice this with me. How then shall they call in him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? They can't, right? And they won't be able to. And how shall they hear without a preacher? You know, preachers are important. It's important that you listen to teachers and preachers. And I'm not tooting my own horn today, but it's important that you submit yourself to the Word of God. Now notice in verse 15, it says, And how shall they preach? How shall the preacher preach except they be sent? 
As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. I love that phrase, glad tidings of good things. We could read it this way, good news of good things. Amen? That's what you're hearing this morning. You're hearing the good news of good things that belong to you. Amen? Now notice in verse 16. But they have not all obeyed the gospel, for Isaiah said, Lord, who has believed our report? Now notice verse 17. Let's read it together. So then, faith cometh by hearing. Faith comes by what? When I got saved back in March of 1975, I had to hear the word. I had to hear the good news. I heard the gospel preached really for the first time when I was about 24 years old. I mean for the first time. I had been in church for years. I obviously did not have ears to hear. How many of you know that you can hear and not hear? That you can see and not see? So obviously I wasn't in tuned, I wasn't tuned in to hear. I wasn't tuned in to see. But oh, thank God, there came a night where I was ready to hear, I was ready to see, and I was ready to receive. And I heard the gospel preach in its simplest form. It was a powerful word, how that Jesus Christ died for my sins and that he was raised from the dead. And all I had to do was come to the altar and call on the name of the Lord and I would be saved. I was the first person to answer the altar call that night. Glory to God. Because I wanted in on what I was hearing. See, faith acts on what it believes. I believed what I heard. And then I came to a point where I said, yeah, I'm going to act on that. And I'm going to open up my heart and receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Well, if that's true for salvation, we need to understand that salvation is an all-inclusive word. It's not only healing It's not only deliverance from your sin, but it's deliverance from your diseases. And faith came by hearing and hearing by the word of God so I could be saved. But then as I grew spiritually a little bit, I found out that not only Jesus was my savior, but Jesus was my healer. And as I heard the word concerning that, I started applying the same principles that I did the night I got saved. I believed in my heart. I said with my mouth that Jesus is my healer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And folks, you can do the same thing. It's not difficult. It is so easy. I want you to know today that divine healing starts with hearing. Say that with me. Divine healing For my life, which is the will of God, starts with hearing. I position myself for continuous divine health by continuing in the word and continuously hearing God's word concerning divine healing. Now. Listen to this scripture. Pull it up, 3 John, verse 2. Look at 3 John, verse 2. 3 John 2 says this. Beloved, I wish or I pray above what? Beloved, I wish or I pray above all things. 
In other words, this was really important to John, wasn't it? This was extremely important to him. John also said on another occasion, he said, I have no greater joy than to hear my children walk in the truth. In other words, it gives me great joy to hear that my children not only hear my word, but they walk in it. Amen. Amen? Amen. And so he says, beloved, here's my sincere prayer. And this is my prayer for you. And this is my prayer for me. This is my prayer for all of us. I wish or I pray above all things that you may what? Now, don't be so quiet. Prosperity is not a dirty word. It is the will of God for you to prosper. That you may prosper, and notice with me, and be in health. Amen. In other words, walk in and live in divine health. And then he says, it is in direct proportion to the prosperity of your soul. So I pray above all things that you may prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. That has to do with the renewing of the mind. That has to do with getting God's word into your spirit. Now my soul could never prosper unless I heard some things. Your soul will never prosper as it should prosper. You will never walk in divine health and, and prosperity on the outside until your soul and your mind gets renewed. <clears throat> and to do that, you've got to hear some things. Faith does not come by having heard. Faith comes by what? Somebody help me out. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Somebody shout amen. amen. Glory to God. Mm-mm-mm. Look at Luke chapter 6. Luke the 6th chapter. And uh, somebody said, well, you know, I, 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 I'm doing pretty good, Pastor Mark. I've heard this before. Faith does not come by having heard. And when a person has that attitude of, well, I've heard that before, that's pride. In other words, I've already arrived. How many of you know none of us have arrived? We're on our way, right? Amen. So we want to then be teachable and open to revelation concerning divine healing and divine health. I mean, God's word is constantly, constantly giving more revelation. You know, the Bible says the entrance of his word gives light. Yeah. Amen? Amen. And in his light, you and I begin to see some more things. Amen. Say it with me, in his, light, in his light, I see more light. In Luke, the sixth chapter now, verse 17, he says, He came down with them and stood in the plain and the company of his disciples and a great multitude of people out of all Judea and Jerusalem. This is a large group of people. And they came from the seacoast of Tyre and Sidon, which came to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. Again, you see that principle. Hear and be healed. In verse 19 it says, And the whole multitude sought to touch him, for there went virtue or anointing out of him, and he healed how many of them? All. He healed them all. 
Now, his M.O. has not changed. He does it the same way. This is not a one-time deal. You see, they realized they needed to hear before they could be healed. Say it with me, divine healing. Divine healing. It starts with hearing. Amen. Can, you know, I've been saved since 1975. How many years is that? Forty-some years, right? Amen. And I, I never get tired of hearing the Word. I, I don't have this attitude. Well, I, I heard that. I just got back from traveling ten hours. Four hours one way and six hours back home. Just to sit under the word for four nights. To sit under the anointed word for four nights. God's word is changing my life. Somebody says, you still need that? You're 67 years old. It's time for you, Pastor Mark, to retire and relax a little bit. Now hold it just a minute. Hold your horses there, cowboy. I'm relaxing all right, and I'm relaxed, but I'm never going to stop hearing I mean, how many of you are going to stop eating? I didn't see one hand, Pastor Tom. <coughs> There's not one soul in here that's going to stop eating. Now, I don't go to the, to the buffet line and, and walk down there and say, Mmm, potatoes, I had those back in 1969. Chicken fried steak, well, I had that in 75. Oh, okay. Uh, filet mignon. Oh, I had one of those in 1992. You'd starve to death. You'd starve to death. And I think there's a lot of Christians, and I'm not saying any of you, but I think there's a lot of Christians that are literally starving to death. Oh, they love to be inspired, and they love preaching, and preaching's good. Don't, don't misunderstand me. They love to be wowed by the latest revelation. Teacher, teacher, itch my ear. Tell me what I want to hear. And they love it when the preacher prances back and forth and gets all anointed and sweats and spits and all that. And I love good, I love good spit and preaching myself. But I ain't going to live on good spit and preaching. Man should not live by good spit and preaching alone. But man shall live by every word of God that proceedeth out of. Somebody help me out now. And so we need a constant diet of things that are going to nourish our spirits. We don't not need just to hear about healing all the time. How many of you know we need some good sermons on holiness? How many of you know we need some good sermons on tithing? Yes. About half of you have said amen on that. No, we need to be nourished up in the words of faith. Amen. Why, Pastor? So that our spirits can be strengthened. Why? Because you know as well as I do that the tests of life, they're coming. Anybody ever faced a test before? Well, all of us have. The crisis of life come to us all. And when the crisis of life come to us, 
We don't want to be hunting down our Bible looking for those scriptures that we heard back in 69. No, we want that word to be in our spirit, deposited, continuously nourished, continuously watered, continuously growing, so that when the crisis of life come to us, we open our mouth and we say what God's word says. We rejoice in the Lord in spite of it all, and God brings us through to the other side. Come on, somebody. These things that I'm teaching you, these things that I'm preaching to you are so vital and so important. Amen. So don't be one of these Christians that are looking for the new revelation. I'm looking for the newest. I'm looking for the greatest. No, no, no. We need to do something about the revelation we've already heard. Say with me, faith Faith. comes by hearing. And hearing by the Word of God. So when you go to lunch today, don't turn that chicken down. Well, well, I had one of those In-N-Out burgers last week. Hey, give me a double. Amen. Give me the Word. Give me the anointed Word. Now notice this. So he says, well, now, you know, Pastor Mark, I'm, I'm in a real hurry to be healed. Then you better be in a hurry to start hearing. Amen. Been in hospital rooms. I mean, life and death situations. Not talking about anybody here, but been in hospital rooms throughout the years. I mean, people are close to death. And they got the TV blaring. They got the TV blaring. All that noise. All that interference. Now I think it's important in those times, in those days, to be plugged into what the Word says. Oh, praise the Lord. You see, here's the truth about it. When you and I hear an anointed word and we embrace it, the force of faith will come into you. Where you were once hopeless, hope and confidence starts rising up. Where you were once a victim of the circumstance, now a victor a conquering spirit rises up within you. Where you were once under, now you're on top of it. And nothing in the natural realm has changed, but in the spirit, something has changed in you. And for things to change on the outside, things need to change on the inside. Glory. You may have felt about this tall, but I tell you what, one word from heaven will cause you to be a 20 foot tall believer. Amen. Looking down on your circumstance. Hallelujah. Without faith, we can't please him. Faith comes from the word and it has supernatural power in it. Faith is released and supernatural power 
is released. And in verse 18 of Luke, it says, And they that were vexed with unclean spirits, and they were healed. I want to tell you this morning that it doesn't matter what it is. All it takes is one touch from the master's hand. Lift up your hand and say one touch from the master's hand. In the name of Jesus. Just start praising him a little bit. Thanking him for divine health. Thanking him for divine healing. Glory to God. Lord, let your anointing, let the word of the Christ quicken and enable every one of us to believe and to receive. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Then in closing, I think, turn over to Proverbs chapter 4. Proverbs, the fourth chapter, the 20th through the 23rd verse. Man, you all listen so good. You're quick. You're getting this. Look at your neighbor and say, are you getting this? Look at your neighbor and say, yeah, I'm getting it. Hallelujah, I'm getting it good today. Now, don't let unbelieving believers talk you out of this. I'm going to say it again. Don't let unbelieving, good people, wonderful people, but don't let unbelieving believers talk you out of this. You keep talking God's word. You keep believing. You keep praising. You keep singing. You keep quoting what God's word has said about you. And just love people. You're not called to correct them. Amen? You're called to love them, right? I don't care who it is. Don't let anything or anybody talk you out of your covenant of divine health. He is forever, Charles Jehovah Rapha. He is forever the Lord that heals us. Somebody said, well, I've had a few bouts. Well, I see you're still breathing. Anybody had a bout before? Well, that's why Paul told Timothy, he said, fight the good fight of faith. Amen? You know what a good fight is, right? A good fight is a fight that you win. Amen. It's not a bad fight. It's a good fight. But did you notice if you're going to fight the good fight of faith, you've got to show up? You know, back in high school, they'd, they'd have fights after school. <laughs> I went to an all-boys high school in the Minneapolis, Minnesota area. And, you know, not everyone gets along. And so there was going to be a fight. And it could never be on the schoolyard. It had to be out of ways. But did you know some fights were called and one person didn't show up? And it wasn't me. But you can't win a fight by being intimidated by your opponent. Right? See, he walks about as a roaring lion, 
seeking whom he what? He's not a roaring lion, but he walks about as one. Amen? Absolutely not a roaring lion. Actually, Jesus pulled his teeth out. And all he can do now is try to gum you. <laughs> yeah. Some folks just didn't show up. Why? Because they were intimidated. They were fearful. We are not to be intimidated by the roars of the lion. Another thing is, we're not to be intimidated by symptoms in our body. Are you, are you listening to me? Listen, symptoms may come. And sometimes symptoms may linger. But it's what you do about those symptoms that determines whether or not they leave you. When you think about Abraham, Abraham was an old, old man when God spoke to him and said, Abraham, you are the father of of many nations. He looked at Sarah and he thought, Woo. But something happened in Abraham's heart. Abraham said, Well, Lord, if you said it, if you can call those things which be not as though they were, I can call those things which be not as though they were. If you're going to change my name to Abram, to Abraham, I'm going to say, my name is Abraham. And him saying that positioned him. Him saying that and hearing that positioned him to become the father of many nations. Glory to God. Doesn't matter what we hear. Doesn't matter what we say. You may have grown up feeling like a victim. People around you may have told you that you're a victim. But if you will hear God's word, that you have the victory in Jesus' name, and that you are more than a conqueror through him that loves you, it'll take you out of a victim mentality into the mentality of a victor. Hallelujah. See, Abraham could not consider his own body now dead. He could have, but he didn't. Neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. The Bible says he didn't stagger at the promise of God through unbelief. Abraham positioned himself to become the father of many nations according to what God had said. Do you see it? He didn't stagger at the promise of God through unbelief, but he was strong in what? Say with me, I am strong. Abraham was strong. In what? What was his faith based on? His faith was based on what he heard. His faith was based on what he saw. Oh, hallelujah. Now we're getting somewhere. It wasn't based on what he felt. It wasn't based on what he saw in the natural. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief. And that is my prayer for all of us. That we will not consider the circumstances. That we will not stagger at the promise of God through unbelief. But we will be strong in faith. And our faith will give. 
Your faith gives glory to God. And you know what happened? Old Sarai had a boy. And you know what his name was? His name was Isaac. And you know what Isaac means in the Hebrew? Isaac means laughter. Amen. Don't you know there was great rejoicing when laughter was born? Amen. And you sitting here this morning and me standing here, we are the seed of Abraham. If you be Christ, then are you Abraham's seed and you are an heir according to the promise. Amen. So don't back down from the fight. The fight's coming. The test is coming. But your fight is not with the devil. Your fight is to stay in the arena of faith. Amen? You and I are no match for the devil. But the greater one in us is. Amen? Oh, bless the Lord. You got time? You got a few more moments? All right. It's almost offering time. In Proverbs chapter 4, verses 20 through 23. He said, my son, do what? Attend to my words. Incline your what? Incline your ear to my sayings. Verse 21, let us read together. Let them not depart from before thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. For they are life unto those that... And health to what? He did not say, my words are like medicine. He said, my words are medicine. He didn't say this life to all of your soul. He says, my words are life to all of your flesh. Woo! Man, that just makes me happy. And notice with me, it's only health to all of our flesh as we do verse 20 and 21. As we attend to the word. As we incline our ear to his sayings, as we let them not depart from before our eyes, then God's word becomes life to all of our flesh. And what this does is this puts you and I in a great position for healing and for ongoing health. Anybody interested in ongoing health? How about divine life? Let me just quote this to you. God's word translation says this, pay attention to my words. His word is incorruptible seed. It has the ability to produce after its kind. Oh, hallelujah. So it's pay attention to my words. Open your ears to what I say. Do not lose sight of those things. Keep them deep within your heart. Because they are life to those who find them and they heal the whole body. Amen. Attend, incline, hear. Focusing on the hearing is our part. Healing is his part. I want to encourage you today to stop focusing so much on your healing and start focusing on the healer and your hearing part. Look at your neighbor and say, we don't need to work on God's part. We need to work on our part. I say this in closing. Look at verse 20 through 22, 23 in the Living Bible. Amen. Glory to God. 
Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Today's Living Bible, and I'd like to to see it up there if we can. It'd be under Living Bible or TLB up there. And so this verifies, this solidifies what we are saying. Look at verse 20 if we could. Verse 20 says this, Listen, son of mine, to what I say. Listen carefully. Keep those thoughts ever in mind. Let them penetrate deep within your heart. For they will mean real life for you. And I love what he says, and radiant health. Radiant health. I'm sorry we couldn't get that up there. Yeah, it's the Living Bible. Glory to God. I said glory to God. These words can come into our hearts and it can stop disease dead in its tracks. It can strengthen that which was weak. It becomes radiant health unto all of your flesh. Amen? How many need a touch from heaven right now? Raise your hand. Glory to God. Well, that's just about 75% of you. I want you to put your hand on the shoulder of the person next to you right now and begin to pray as Pastor Tom and the team comes back. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You may want to take the other hand and put it on your own body. Hallelujah. Glory to God. What are we going to do right now? We're going to call on the name of the Lord. We're going to call on the name of the Lord. And salvation is coming to our house. He is Jehovah Rapha and he still makes house calls. Oh, Father, right now in the name of Jesus, we come into agreement. We ask now for your healing power to flow through every temple here right now. Go ahead and pray in the Holy Ghost. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Father, we pray that you will quicken bodies, quicken souls, quicken minds, Lord, today. From the top of our heads to the soles of our feet, we curse viruses in Jesus' name. We curse influenza in the name of Jesus. We curse sickness and disease that would come against our bodies in the name of Jesus. And I speak a word of healing to all in this auditorium. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Be whole in the name of Jesus. Be strong in the name of Jesus. Be quickened in the name of Jesus. Be blessed in the name of Jesus. Come up stronger. Come up higher. Lord, we thank you for the Spirit of God quickening every mortal body in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray for people's minds. I pray for people's souls. I pray that depression would leave their lives now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Those with stomach problems. Those with colitis, those with Crohn's disease, in the name of Jesus, put your hand over your stomach and say, I believe, I believe that I receive complete strength, complete healing for my digestive system. I call every organ, every tissue of my body healed and whole 
in the name of Jesus. Oh, Brekis, come on, pray in the Holy Ghost a little bit. Maso matike eshte lebranda. Oh, brinishte lebanda la bosaya. In Jesus' name. Some of people here today have not been sleeping. We speak to that insomnia in the name of Jesus. We declare in the name of Jesus that you give your people perfect peace and perfect rest at night. We thank you, Lord God, for moving in this place, in our bodies, in our temples. Say with me, my body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. And the Lord is for my body. And I am for the Lord. I present my body as a living sacrifice. I am yours, Lord, and you are mine. I have been joined unto you, and I am one spirit. And so I believe that I receive divine health and my healing from the crown of my head to the soles of my feet right now in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Let's give him some praise. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. This is why we have a healing clinic. This is why we have constant teaching and preaching along the lines of divine healing. Next week, I'm going to put about 10 scriptures together. And I want you to take those scriptures and personalize them as your daily medicine. Amen. God's word is medicine. I want you to apply that and continue to hear God's word along this line. This is big. God wants you strong to finish your whole race. Amen. He wants us strong to finish these final laps. Amen. For his glory.